Welcome to Symphony of Sound, where we're blending God's Word into the very rhythm of life. This is your host, Linda C. Shaw, creative entrepreneur and poetic lyricist of Symphony of Sound, LLC, welcoming you into a brand new year. It's 2021, y'all, and I am excited that by His grace, we made it. We are here to continue on with the work of Christ, to connect with our purpose, to know our Creator, and to become who He destined us to be in the earth. Our main purpose for being on earth is to be stewards of God's creation, to grow in the love of God, and to function as God's sons and daughters. He deposited so many wonderful gifts and abilities inside each of us. We must learn how to connect with his divine power so we are inspired to use what he has given us to be the stewards of the earth we were created to be. Our stewardship moves beyond the environmental aspects of earthly caregivers, and it lives and moves within our ability to love and care for each other, mankind, the human race. In order for us to move forward in all God's called us to be, we must first believe in His sovereignty, which most of us who profess Christ as Lord does. In that belief are two words that stand out like a beacon if we truly are to move forward in all that we've been purposed to do. And this is from my perspective, y'all. Um, but those two words are faith and trust. And you know, they might seem like they are one, one in the same, but actually you cannot have one unless the other is present. Now I found a writing by a Mr. Henry M. Morse IV, and he wrote, Faith in God is the confident belief that he is the sovereign creator of all things and that he can and will do what he claims. Trust, on the other hand, is a verb. It is something you do or act upon. Faith always comes first, but trust, mm, that is never guaranteed. It is a willful choice a deliberate action and can only grow out of your faith. Think about that. Trust, a willful choice, a deliberate action and can only grow out of your faith. Do you truly trust him to provide and care for you and supply all your needs? Now, in the Passion Translation, Matthew 6, 25 says, Don't worry. For you see, this is why I tell you to never be worried about your life. For all that you need will be provided, such as food, water, clothing, everything your body needs. Isn't there more to your life than a meal? Isn't your body more than clothing? You know, a lot of times we look at the translation of that scripture when we refer to the birds and how they are free and how they do not worry. And 
we are asked that if the Lord will provide for the birds, how much more will he provide for his creation? 1 Peter 5 and 7 says, Pour out all your worries and stress upon him and leave them there, for he always tenderly cares for you. Then in Philippians 4.19, um, oh, before I go there, let me go with Philippians 4, verses 4 through 6. Be cheerful with joyous celebration in every season of life. That means at all times, y'all. Let joy overflow, for you are united with the Anointed One. Let gentleness be seen in every relationship, for our Lord is ever near. Don't be pulled in different directions or worried about a thing. Be saturated in prayer throughout each day, offering your faith-filled requests before God with overflowing gratitude. Tell Him every detail of your life. And then verses 7 through 9 finishes it out. Then God's wonderful peace that transcends human understanding will make the answers known to you through Jesus Christ. So keep your thoughts continually fixed on all that is authentic and real, honorable and admirable, beautiful and respectful, pure and holy, merciful and kind, and fasten your thoughts on every glorious work of God, praising Him always. Follow the example of all that we have imparted to you, and the God of peace will be with you in all things. And then Philippians 4, verse 19. I am convinced that my God will fully satisfy every need you have, for I have seen the abundant riches of glory revealed to me through the Anointed One, Jesus Christ. And our God, our Father, will receive all the glory and the honor throughout the eternity of eternities. Amen. That was Paul speaking. That was his testimony. Without the trust in the Lord, that comes from Proverbs 3, 5, trust in the Lord completely and do not rely on your own opinions. With all your heart, rely on him to guide you and he will lead you in every decision you make. Yeah, without that, you will never know the joy and confidence of the next verse in Proverbs 3, 6. In all your ways acknowledge him, and he shall direct your paths. Become intimate with him in whatever you do, and he will lead you wherever you go. A little over a month ago, I interviewed Dr. Michael Myers, an author and huh, a spirit-led, Christ-filled leader of Dominion Communications. And he later shared that he had received a revelation from the Lord. And he wrote it and he titled it, Implicit Trust. Now, 
that really impacted me because earlier that very day, I was grappling with trusting God. My conversation with God was deep. It was intimate. It was painful, y'all, because it, it centered on personal failures and distress in my family. And I wondered if I were inadequate, if I didn't seek his face enough, if I did not obey when I had prayed and had been given an answer. I was concerned. I, I was, you know, wondering if the cause of all of my distress and the destructive situations that were coming to bear if they were the result of failures on my part. And then I remembered a poem I had written. I don't even know how long ago it was. I don't even remember it, but I do remember the title. And it was titled, Can You Trust Him Enough? You know, and I had to sit and be still and let that penetrate my spirit, my mind. I had to consider what I had written, what the Lord had given me to answer that question through poetic verse. Can you trust him enough? Enough for what? Enough for anything and everything that happens in a life. Can I trust him enough? It's something to consider, y'all. So Michael's communication, which he titled Implicit Trust, reads like this. If you talk to most Christians about their faith, you usually get one of two answers. I've still got my mustard seed faith or God gave me a measure of faith and I've still got it. In other words, their faith has not grown at all. Is that what he intends to happen in your life? Absolutely not. So what does he want? Think about a mustard seed or any seed for that matter. He didn't give you a rock. He gave you a seed. And what do you do with seeds? Hmm. Well, some folks just spit them out, but that was just my commentary. He answered, you plant them so they will grow. A mustard seed is a very tiny seed, but if you plant it, a mustard seed will grow to be about 25 feet tall, and that's what he wants your faith to do. How do you grow your faith? One step at a time. Try to trust him for something small that is in line with his word, and that will help it grow. Then take another step, and another, and another. Before long, your faith will have grown. But if you just leave it to sit there and do nothing with it, it won't grow. 
Some months ago, the Lord started talking to me about my trust in him. I want to be sure you're trusting in me, not in man. I want you to learn to give every situation to me and trust me implicitly. I know that will take some work and some practice, but I can be trusted even more than you know. I'm trying to stretch your faith because you're going to need to do that more and more. You've come a long way, but you have further to go. For one thing, you can't take others where you have not been yourself and you need to teach people to trust me implicitly. You have to be able to do that yourself before you can teach it to others. Just put it in my hands and don't worry about it or try to figure it out. Let me do it. Michael says, I heard the word implicit a time or two, but didn't really understand what it meant. So I looked it up in the dictionary to see. It said, totally, completely, absolutely, without question, without doubt, without reservation. Right. And that's the way I want you to trust me, he said. Bring me your needs and then trust me implicitly to take care of you. That will stretch your faith for sure, but it will be a good learning test. Didn't I say to put me to the test? Look at Deuteronomy 13th chapter 3rd verse. It says, The Lord your God is testing you to see if you truly love him with all your heart and soul. Now I am testing you to see if you truly love and trust me. Michael reminds us, remember, what is a problem for you is nothing for God. I had to think about how he provided a truck that we needed. I prayed about it. And within a few hours, I received an unexpected phone call that gave us a truck. We are still using it today. God knows exactly what we need. He knows exactly where it is. We just have to trust him implicitly. So, Father God, today, this third day of January, 2021. I, Linda C. Shaw, affirm that I will put my trust in you, Lord. I declare that every issue of my life has already been foreseen by you and you have equipped me with whatever I need to handle it according to your will and by your grace. I accept, Father God, that I may not understand your why when or how but I will trust the process and the outcome I acknowledge that some things may cause me pain as I recognize it will protect me from a far graver pain I trust I adore I love I need you in the mighty name of Jesus 
Amen. Now I ask you, what are you trusting God for this year? What are you prepared to do to increase your faith so that you can experience the peace of trusting God? First thing we need to do is pray. Our Father, who art in heaven, hallowed would be thy name. Holy is the Lord. Thy kingdom come, thy will be done on earth as it is in heaven. You see, the kingdom of God resides in the Spirit of God that actually lives in us. Every man has been given a measure of faith. So act on it. Use your faith and strengthen it so when mountains appear in your life, they cannot deter you from your path. That's the protection of God. Give us this day our daily bread. That's the provision of God. And forgive us when we fail as we forgive those who fail us. That's the grace of God, y'all. And lead us not into temptation, but deliver us from evil. We can work that ourselves because the Bible tells us whatever is pure, whatever is lovely, whatever is of good report, think on these things, then you won't be tempted with the sins of the flesh and the snares set by the enemy. If you bind yourself to the will, the word, and the love of God, you will see these snares and these traps before they get close enough to you to harm you. Don't think they won't come, they will. But you will be armed with the full armor of God so that you will be able to see the sin, understand the deception, and be able to walk away from it. Not be tempted by its sweet flavor. And y'all, hmm, thank you, Jesus. That's the wisdom of God. For thine, Lord, is the kingdom and the power and the glory forever and ever. Amen. That is the sovereignty of God. Ah, Father God, Father God. Let's remove the veil in 2021 and step out into the light and liberty that is ours when we trust in the Lord. Amen. Y'all, I gotta go back, way back. Sunday school, hmm, some 60, yeah, years ago. This was probably the first time that I heard this song, and we sang it just about every single Sunday. When we walk with the Lord in the light of His Word, what a glory He sheds on our way. While we do His good will, 
He abides with us still, and with all who will trust and obey. Trust and obey, for there's no other way to be happy in Jesus, hmm. but to trust and obey. Trust and obey, for there's no other way to be happy in Jesus, but to trust and obey. But we never can prove the delights of this love. Until all on the altar we lay, for the favor he shows, and the joy he bestows, are for them who will trust and obey, trust and obey, for there's no other to be happy in Jesus, but to trust and obey. It is 2021. If there was ever a time that we needed to understand, to grow, to bind ourselves with the tree of life, and to trust it to get us through whatever comes our way. That time is now. I pray that you seek his face, learn his ways, begin to walk in the light of it so that you can trust, obey, and live free. I love you. Happy New Year. I'll see you next week on Symphony of Sound, LLC, where we'll blend God's word into the very rhythm of life. Remember, this is a listener-supported podcast. Please leave your donation if you find anything that I say profitable to your life. You may also support through the purchase of books and CDs, audiobooks, that are on my website, www.lindacshaw.net. I pray that what I have written and the words that have been given to me will inspire, enhance, and bless your life. Beloved, it is time for us to depart, but I pray the truth of the living word penetrated your flesh, and found its home in the Spirit of God that resides in you. There is a special storehouse inside of you that desires to be filled 
and the only substance that can feel that longing is the will, the word, and the love of our Creator, Jesus Christ, God the Father, the Son, the Holy Spirit, the Trinity of pure love. I want you to remember that you were loved into existence. And every day, allow your unique light, which is the Spirit of God, to shine by being the reason someone smiles today. To shine by being the blessing, by allowing someone to see God in you. Humble yourself. Pray. Develop yours, cultivate it, and watch it bloom.